What is up, guys, and welcome to the Meeple Minded Podcast, the podcast where we talk all things tabletop gaming. My name is Jason. And I'm Jay. How are you doing this week, James? I'm good. Good, 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 good. Another day we've come straight from work. Yeah. And we had to delay the recording by a few minutes while we both had a bit of a rant. We did. It's been one of them days today. But I have some holiday next week. You have some holiday next week? I know. They're letting me they're letting me out. Oh man, I didn't even know about that. How dare you? I know. You're not allowed holiday. Well, that that was their attitude as well until I went, I know. <laughs> <laughs> have you got anything planned for your big holiday, James? No. This is literally me using up <laughs> holiday. I am going to sit at home and maybe do some hobby. Maybe. Maybe. It translates to not doing it. I might do. You'll probably still be late for game clubs. Uh, <laughs> same as normal. Nothing changes. Maybe. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, but I might be late for gaming club because I've been hobbying. No, you won't. <laughs> I might do. I might get the models out of the box and look at them. That counts, right? <laughs> and then boot up the PC and play a PC game instead. <laughs> They're pre-painted. <laughs> Oh, I miss X-Wing. Oh, yeah, you haven't played that for years now, have you? No. Not interested in second ed then, no? No. Or third ed or fourth ed, I don't even well, know. Well, yeah, what well, yeah well, whatever their edition they're on now. And then I got into Armada and then they killed it. Well done, AMG. Oh, they didn't kill it, James. They just said they weren't going to support it anymore. Which is as good as killing it. <laughs> yeah. No new content, <laughs> no new updates, just nothing. It's yeah. like, you can buy the stuff that already exists. We'll keep that going. Doesn't uh, doesn't really work like that, AMG, I'm, I'm afraid. Mm. I was uh, was checking out the the latest Marvel Crisis Protocol stuff because I've been out of that game for a little while. Like, I still enjoy it and I just haven't played it for a while and haven't seen the new models. But I was checking it earlier and like the last four or five releases, they're just re-releasing stuff that we had originally. Like Modoc is the latest announcement, and it's like we've got Modoc. Oh, oh, yes. oh, but it's a new sculpt. Yeah, I was going to say, I bet my bottom dollar that that is the Ant-Man Quantumania sculpt for MODOK. Oh, is it? Uh, I don't know, actually. It looked more like the um, the MODOK from the animated TV series by Seth Green. Uh, um, I mean, that that's kind of cool, but... Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I do like that, but I, 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 I would have bet money that that was the the Modoc sculpt for, for the Ant-Man film, considering that's imminently about to come out. Yeah, uh, it's actually out now. At the time of recording, it's actually out. It came out on Friday. Uh, so, yes, uh, this is unlike us. Normally, we see Marvel movies really quickly. Uh, we do normally wait, unless it's a big one like Avengers, we do normally wait for the initial hype. Yep. Yeah, the hype to die. Like, we might watch it at some point. Yeah, this week maybe maybe next week depending on, on time because uh, you've got lots of overtime and stuff. Well, you're on, on holiday I'm next on, week. I'm James. on holiday next week, so actually next week would be ideal. There would be. What would be even more ideal is if it transitions like the one day that you're available, you're not doing anything. I happen to be on an early day and I manage to get all my drops done really quickly, and I get home early because then we're in there before the kids get get out of school. That would be brilliant. Yes, and of course I'm far more excited for. The Flash movie because Michael Keaton as Batman. It, it's going to be awesome. Mm. That is, that is going to be. Oh god, it's been so long since I said I was really looking forward to a DC movie. Yep, I'm only oh. excited about it because Michael Keaton is Batman. Yeah, that that trailer was amazing. Yep. Oh, oh, sold the Super Bowl. Didn't care anything about that. Yep. That trailer. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Can't wait for it. But yes, we're, <clears> five, <throat> we're five minutes in. We are. We're five minutes in. What do we usually do at five? Oh yeah, we normally talk about the game we played last year and uh we didn't do one this time last year ah. so we're not talking about that um so we can skip right on to the main event i guess because it transitions nicely because we were talking about movies and that actually wasn't planned 
No. Which is impressive for us. But we are going to be talking about Jurassic Park. And more importantly, the unmatched Jurassic Park game T-Rex versus Dr. Sattler and, let's be honest, sexy Ian Malcolm. Yep. <laughs> we don't have the sexy Ian Malcolm miniature, though. We However, don't. they have just announced they're re-releasing it in a limited run. So mm-hmm. I may have to buy that, but it'll have to be shipped from the States. Oh, you, you need the sexy Ian Malcolm. I, I, I feel like I do. The token just doesn't do it justice. Plus, the picture on the token is not. It's not. It's, it's just actually not sexy Ian Malcolm on there, which is a shame. But uh, yeah, we need to... Uh, we, we've been playing this a fair bit recently. We've been playing Unmatched as a whole quite a bit recently. And I wanted to hold off doing this game highlight until you'd played some of the other stuff rather yep. than just this set is it gives you a bit more of an understanding of how different it is to the other set so are you ready to talk about jurassic park dr sattler versus t-rex i am let's do it okie dokie so get my notes up because i wasn't ready unmatched jurassic park dr sattler versus t-rex is one of the recent standalone expansions for the popular hand management and take that combat game unmatched With the set being released by collaborating powerhouses Mondo and Restoration Games in 2022, the standalone set can be played by two players aged 14 and up in approximately 20 minutes, and at the time of the recording, this has a purchase price of around £25 to £30. In Dr. Sattler vs. T-Rex, players take on the role of one of the iconic characters from the much-loved 1993 box office smash hit movie, Jurassic Park. Using a set deck of cards, players fight to survive using cunning, skill and strategy as they attempt to whittle away at their opponent's starting health, while simultaneously keeping a close eye on their own. The player that manages to outlast their opponent wins the game, and we found out if Dr. Sattler was right all along. Dinosaurs eat man, woman inherits the earth. That's what the game is all about, James, but what comes in the box if people were to spend their very hard-earned money on this game? Okay, in the box there are two hero miniatures, 60 action cards, three health dials, two character cards, one sidekick token, and one gay board. Very, very good. Very, very good. So straight off, let's talk about the miniatures. You get a nice T-Rex and a Dr. Sattler miniature. I love the T-Rex miniature. You love the T-Rex miniature. Luckily enough, James, the next section is all about components. Yes. So let's talk about those miniatures, James. Yes, let's do What do you like about that T-Rex miniature? Uh, One, it is beautifully detailed. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a chunky boy. Yep. And I quite like the fact that it's just the grey plastic with a what with a with dark, a wash. With a dark yeah. wash on it. Yeah. I actually really like the effect. Yeah. I on mean, the on the T-Rex. It's one of those things that I would love to paint this, but at the same time, do you know what? I really like the way the unmatched characters are done with that, like you said, that grey plastic and just washed. Yeah, I mean, like Doc, Dr. Sattler looks good, but I think it's because the T-Rex is such a big model mm. and you've obviously got all the ridges mm. moulded into it. it. It just looks really good. Yeah. It's almost as if they have captured the the skin, or I guess it's scales, skin, whatever it is of of the T Rex yeah. that we have come to know and love from the Jurassic Park movies, and it it just looks like it. Obviously, it's not green and all that. It is grey plastic with a dark. I'm guessing it's a black wash all over it, and that just sets into the recesses. Mm. It looks awesome. It really does. Like I wouldn't have put it past this being in a black and white movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's exactly what it looks like. And, it's got, and it will, I, I guarantee, this was just dip-washed. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I like that about the Unmatched games, if I'm honest. So, yeah, I think for for me, uh, I want to talk about the board a little bit as well. Like, board visually, it looks really good, actually, because it actually represents 
the T-Rex paddock from the movies really, really well. You've got one section of the ball, which is clearly a little bit of woodland, which is where you would imagine the T-Rex would be. Then you've got stylized option of the uh, the wall where the fence and stuff would be, and then the two jeeps. Yep, and you know, and then where the the uh, collapsible toilet is from the original. In fact, it's already collapsed. Yep, in in this one. So it's it's that scene in the movie, the very iconic scene in the movie. You know, when you got to go, you got to go. This is going to be full of just yeah, I mean, puns from the movie. I, I think it? it's I think it's a little bit further on, isn't it? Because she wasn't actually in that scene. She wasn't, and this is the this is the strange part. So it's, there's that scene which leaves the carnage. Yeah, this is I, no, this is this is the scene where they go back in the jig. Because I was going to say the only thing that would make this perfect, because obviously there is another Jurassic Park. Uh, unmatched set where it's um, uh, the in, uh, Ingen versus the Raptors, isn't it? Yeah. Um, what's the character's name? Uh, Meldoon. Yeah, Meldoon, and he comes as a miniature. So the only thing that I would wish for in this is a cheap miniature that oh, fits yeah. all three of them <laughs> in it, because it is that bit that leads onto them jumping into the jeep and and driving away. That's mm. the next scene from this board. Yeah. I mean that that wouldn't really play to to unmatched as, as, as a game. But oh yeah. come on, this would be amazing if they could if if. If it was the T-Rex who can move quite quickly, they should have the Jeep. Mm. And the T-Rex should be chasing the Jeep. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, board-wise, looks really good. Miniatures, we've we've already waxed lyrical about those miniatures, haven't we? Um, yeah. I think they look absolutely fantastic. Yes, the the Ian Malcolm token is serviceable, but would I I need a miniature. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, again, it's it's the way the unmatched thing does it. The sidekicks yep. are always a little diss, but the fact that you can actually... They did a limited run of the, the actual, as we said, sexy Ian Malcolm pose miniatures. That's pretty cool. Um, one final thing I want to talk about on the visual side of it is the cards in the game. I love how they look. They've all got original artwork on it rather than stills from the movie, which I really like. I don't really buy into games that don't have at least some original artwork. I... I when it's all about movie stills, it kind of loses a bit of the magic for me. Yeah. This doesn't do that, and I, I like that about it. And w- while I'm talking about the cards, I'll switch on to quality and just talk about the cards are very serviceable. They are very good quality. I have sleeved this set. The punch board, it's all very, very good. The health dials on this, so anyone who hasn't played Unmatched, you have like a health tracker, which is a dial. Um, they come as a standard punch board, and you construct them. These ones are done exceptionally well. They feel really really good they are nice and tight and when you sort of set it at a thing no matter how much you drop it around it doesn't change the health which i'm hoping this is a trend going forward because this is the to my understanding the latest set because i've actually got the medusa health tracker here and i i will i will pass it over to my cohort to actually explain the difference between how both of them feel and just how serviceable they are because or they i mean they're both serviceable that's the wrong word but do you find like the medusa ones and the older sets are a bit more free-flowing and if you were to drop them on the table it's going to knock it's going to move about a bit it may not stay where you left it yeah which yeah when you're picking up dials putting them back down again there is a chance that you might knock the top of the dial a little bit and therefore it won't stay where you you put it 
Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's something anyone else has particularly noticed, but I noticed it when we when I first played someone from the Cobble and Fog set. I, I noticed that the dials were a bit loose, um, and there was a couple of times in the game where I found the dial was halfway between two health levels, so like 15 and 16. I was like, well, I can't remember if I'm on 15 or whether I'm on 16. Yeah. So happy to say this set doesn't struggle from that. We have a really nice set of dials. They they work exceptionally well. Uh, quality things for you, James? Anything that stands out? The miniatures. The miniatures yeah. really do sell this to me. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, just because of how they look or is it the quality of those The quality as well. well. I mean, again, the T-Rex, he, he's quite weighty. Yeah. So it's not mm-hmm. like he's hollow. I would say he's solid. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me if he is, yeah. Yeah, and they are the plastic sturdy. It's like I can feel there's no flex in the. They haven't the, used soft plastic. No, they've used hard it? plastic. It's it's going to stand up to tableware. Yeah, which is which is great. Um, the board itself again, very very good. It's nice and sturdy. I know it's it's got the wrap around that I was talking about a few weeks ago. The board is completely wrapped, so it's going to have its uh, durability against the moisture that might be in the air. I'm a little bit disappointed that this is only a one side. Yeah, there is a nice image on the back of the board, but it's not a dual layer board or dual sided board, so that might have added a little bit of replayability. Mm to this game which uh, undoubtedly we will talk about later uh, but one more note from me with regards to the miniatures I was concerned about the T-Rex miniature uh, being that this is the first one in the game that has a bigger base mm-hmm. and therefore takes up two slots on a on an unmatched board I was concerned that the base wasn't going to be substantial enough and would be susceptible to being warped or malformed or anything like that it wouldn't have the strength it needed to hold up that miniature i'm happy to say that i my 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 fears were unnecessary james because that base is more than substantial it's not malformed in any way i i have to i I, I have to give them props as well from my wargaming background that they have given the t-rex a tactical rock they have there's a tactical rock everything has to have a tactical rock but yeah i like the fact they have texture bases Yes. You don't actually, you know, it's one of the main problems I always have with board game miniatures, James, is they always, they're always pre-made so that they're on the disc, but the disc is just flat and it feels so lifeless. And so I've then got to go out of my way to, you know, put basing glues and all that kind of guff on it i don't have to do that with no because they're textured yeah. i hadn't actually noticed that until you mentioned it there you go see i pick up the little details james that's what i'm all about anything else you want to talk about with regards to the quality of the components james? i think we've covered all the bases excellent i want to have a very very quick discussion about the rule book so as i said this is a standalone expansion so this game has to function well as a standalone game as well as an expansion for the already existing unmatched series meaning that rule book needs to be able to teach someone who's never played the game before yes and i'm happy to say i think it does it incredibly well um the rule book is 18 pages long which seems a lot for how simple this game really is to play however having read that entire rule book every single thing you can think of is covered in detail within that book. You've got sections dedicated to new rules that are introduced in this set. You've got detailed descriptions of how to play the game itself, detailed descriptions about how certain players will work and the best ways to to play them and stuff like that. So it is exceptionally well done for both new and old players. It's written in a very, very good way where if you were new to the game, you'd know exactly what the hell was going on. So really, really give this one top marks for its rulebook. 
I actually think this one's rulebook is probably better than some of the other unmatched sets. So, yeah, good marks for that. Excellent. Setup time, James. What are we looking at? Negligible. (coughs) Negligible. (laughs) What do we reckon? Five minutes at at worst? Put the board out, put the miniatures on the board, decide who wants to be which character. Yeah, have the deck, give give it a shuffle. Yep. Off you go. Yeah, exactly. I'd say five minutes, but I think that's too long. Yeah, Uh, five minutes with chatting, I think, uh, is probably where I would go. But yeah, the setup is covered well in the rulebook as well. It's on a a two-page spread, and the board illustration actually takes up three quarters of that. Mm. So that tells you just how long this is going to take to set up, really. Let's go on to gameplay, James. That's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. What do you like about this game? (laughs) Yes. Excellent, James. Excellent journalism right there. Come on, James. Give, give us some information. What do you like? Well, do you like the game? I do like the game. The, ga- the game is very fun. Um, <laughs> uh, I've only played as the T-Rex, this particular set. Mm-hmm. I've not played as Dr. Sattler yet. Um, and if I, memory serves, I spent most of the game chasing you around the board. Yes. Yes. Um, I think you've got a rough idea of how how this set plays. Yes. The T-Rex is really good. It's a very, very aggressive character. It has ridiculously good health stats for the, for the start of the game. I think it starts on 27 health or something like that. It's an insane amount. Yeah. But it is very slow. It's reasonably slow. It can, because of that double base, it can, it can move, but doesn't move as fast as Dr. Sattler does. Mm. The tactic really is stay the hell away from it because most of its stuff hurts itself. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, would you say that's really thematic for for the T-Rex? Yes, because I don't think the health is actually meant to represent health. It's more stamina Mm. in this particular one. I don't think... Unlike the other unmatched, which are billed as jewels, obviously Dr. Sattler's not going to stand a hope in hell of actually killing killing the T-Rex. It's basically you're wearing it out until it gets bored and wanders off. Yeah, I mean, I I guess that's that's fair comment. I've I've not really... which I, which I think way. is what it's it moves and all of its attacks if it gets into biting range effectively it's very powerful yeah but it, almost everything you do is chipping that health counter down yeah. which to me is it's getting tired no, I mean that's fair I'd not actually thought about it in that way to be completely honest with you um for the most part I have played as the t-rex um but for the most part, I've played as as Dr. Sadler. And I would say if you're an experienced player with Unmatched and, and the other sets, it's very clear to see the way to play, shall we say. As we said, Dr. Sattler is better at staying further away because every time she moves, she places an insight token down. Now, how her deck plays, there are a lot of cards in there that synergize with those insight tokens and they either deal lots of damage or they can heal lots. Because yeah. you could put, I think it's up to five insight tokens down on the table. Yep. So you may well come at me and you, oh my God, James is within biting distance. He's just bitten me. He's managed to do seven damage, but the card I've played allows me to heal up equal to my insight tokens. Oh, well, that's five. So actually I've only taken two damage. But in the process, as you've said, the T-Rex has a tendency to damage itself. Yeah. So we might have actually just taken the same amount of damage. Now, obviously with Sattler, I also have a sidekick in Dr. Malcolm. So I can be coming at you from two different directions with two different health stats. 
Whereas the T-Rex is it's a lone soldier, it's a lone, lone player, so it's just got its own health. You know, you can boost your movement, because that's one thing I want to talk about with the T-Rex, is it is very slow, it's only got one move, but you can boost that by spending a card. Now, obviously, the way Unmatched works is all the time you can draw cards, you, you, you're golden. That's brilliant. The second you can't draw cards, which you have to do when you want to move, yep. you can't do it, you start taking damage. And that's where the T-Rex, I think, takes most of its damage. Once that deck is empty, it needs to boost its movement because it needs to catch up with Dr. Sattler in order to try and win. And in order to do that, it needs to boost, boosting its movement. And and I think that's that's where that balancing act comes in. Yeah, definitely agree with that one. It's... I guess it's the trait, really, of, of unmatched games. It's like, it, Dr. Sattler versus a T-Rex? Well, obviously the T-Rex is going to win. No. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think winning with the T-Rex in this is hard. Yes, it is. I think, I think it's, it's, I think it's, hard. I think it lulls you into a, a full sense of what's going to happen in this game. Because yes, the T-Rex is the harder character to play. Yeah, without a doubt. I think, if I'm honest, having, having played quite a few unmatched games now with all these different characters, I would actually say Dr. Sattler is potentially, if played right one of the most powerful characters in the game now yeah because of those insight tokens i think providing you can get those insight tokens out and keep ian malcolm alive i think that she is incredibly powerful and might well be one of the most powerful players in the game i mean for me the most powerful one i've played so far is sherlock holmes like by far yeah uh i think for me muldoon was was up there yeah yeah i mean you 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 got used to using muldoon didn't you i did i mean i broke the narrative of the game by quite easily taking out the three raptors when we played that one yeah so for those people out there that haven't played unmatched james Let's talk about how the game plays and how you actually go about it. So on your turn, you have what? You have two actions yep. and a choice of three things that you can do. Yes, you can maneuver, you can scheme, or you can attack. There you go. So obviously maneuvering is how you, you move. Yep. And when you maneuver, you have to draw a card. Yes. That's mandatory. And then you can either do nothing else Yep. or move your miniature up to its designated move value. The T-Rex yep. is one. Uh, Dr. Sattler is two, for example. Yep. And you may discover one card to boost your move yes each card has or not every card sorry nope. some of them have a boost value on it which is in the center of the card uh that's that's how much extra movement you can do so that that's movement you can do that once or you can use it as your second action as well so you can actually do it twice uh but both times you have to draw a card so that that's the key thing remember once that deck runs out you start taking damage yep every time you need to move the second one is a... A scheme. A scheme, which is a... A lightning bolt card. Playing a card with a lightning bolt on it. For example, I've just got one here from the T-Rex. Closer than she appears. Move the T-Rex up to one space. So that's pretty good. Draw a card and then gain another action. So that's basically like getting a free move. Uh, that's pretty good. Another one here, 65 million years of gut instinct. Choose a card in your discard pile other than 65 million years of gut instinct and add it to your hand. So that's bringing cards back into play. Some really, really powerful stuff can be done with those skin cards, and not many characters have that many of them. Yep. So that's an interesting one. And the final one on there, James, was... Uh, attack. Attack. Well, I mean, that one's pretty obvious what that is. Yep. You get within biting range of Dr. Sattler, and both players have to choose a card from their hand. Yep. Red cards at the top are damage only. 
You get purple cards, which can be used as damage or defense. You can use blue cards, which can only be used for defense. And then your yellow cards are those lightning bolt ones. So during combat, you need to play one of the ones that isn't yellow. If you're attacking, obviously you can use a red. If you're defending, there's no point in using a red because it's not going to defend you. James plays a five damage red card. I play a three defense purple card. I take two damage. On those cards, you also have some flavor text, which might give you some during combat or after combat effects. Obviously, you resolve them as and when you need to. Yeah, you can also boost attacks. Certain attacks can be boosted. Uh, they will say so on the card, and that works in exactly the same way as boosting movement. How do you think the combat plays, James? Is it a good combat mechanic? I, I quite like it. It's yeah? simple. Yeah? yeah, Easy to understand. Yep. Um, I think, yeah, again, I think quite a lot of age groups will be able to... to yeah, um, it should concept. also be noted that you, in during a attack, you play the cards simultaneously, so you yes. don't wait for the attacker to put down a five and then go <clears throat> can i counter that it's, yeah no yeah you both you pick guess. a card yeah. you're playing it with the blank side facing and you go one two three down, down goes the card yeah exactly as i said some cards have an immediate effect which you would resolve first yeah see then I, you I, resolve the damage then you resolve the during combat and then finally you resolve <laughs> the after combat effects i like that combat mechanic as opposed to most card based combat mechanics because in most my experience most card based combat mechanics are that i i attack with this okay well, okay that. i'll shuffle through my hand can i counter it it's yeah. no it's it's that blind draw of yeah. i don't know what you're about to put down yeah it's sort of introducing that element of luck that you would get from like rolling a die but there's a there's a brain behind the die on the other side of the table yeah it's i genuinely have well unless i've I think some there are some characters that allow you to look at other uh, other players' yes. hands yeah. Yeah. Um, through their schemes, but it's like in most point it's like I think this is a really good card, but I don't know what he's about to put down. Exactly, yeah. Um, and I, I I love that that mechanic of yeah. the game, and that's that's the key thing. Everything about this game is is a card game, but with some miniatures that move around a board. Yes, I want to say a couple of cons uh, about the game, and the first one is more of a confusion i said at the top of the show what it says on the box there it says age 14 yep first off i don't understand that i think that's too much more importantly why it confuses me is i've got two other boxes of unmatched here i have the volume one and cobble and fog where the age is quite clearly nine so what is it about Jurassic Park T-Rex versus Sattler that makes it 14? I, I'm really confused about this, James. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> and it's not an, it's not a one-off with, with the uh, Volume 1. Cobble and Fog here as well is also 9. Um, I have seen multiple other sets which say 9. I don't know about the other Jurassic Park game because I don't personally own that yet. But yeah, 14 plus on this one, James, and I can't. I, I don't know why. There's no small parts in this, really, that aren't in the other ones as well. Mm. That's a bit confusing to me. Yeah. I, I'm wondering if that was a, a misprint or or whatever but yeah 14 plus is what it says so that that's that one um i think for me and i think you may have changed my mind on this a little bit if i'm honest but i think the t-rex is just a little bit too easy to see through for experienced players mm. um i don't think if you were playing this as an expansion with the other characters i think they're basically going to be doing the same thing just keep away from it make it spend its cards let it hurt itself and you're probably going to win that way mm. I love me a thematic game, James, and this theme is totally me. Yep. Jurassic Park is all me. I don't like the fact that Dr. Sattler is an absolute badass. <clears throat> it's not thematic for me. 
it's the scene though that's why this is this is why this is why i i said that it, she's not unlike all the other sets she's not attacking air quote mm. air quote the t-rex she's running away from it and it's eventually going to get tired and lose interest yeah because it is that scene minus the jeep yeah it's the addition of the insight tokens that that i think is what i I dislike about it it's like the insight idea of things is a good idea because she is meant to be really brainy about all this kind of stuff so that works it's just the fact that they can be used to basically deal heavy damage. Yeah. Like equal to what a T Rex could do. It's like, but that I, doesn't make sense. I keep coming back to this. It's like, it's because they're not attacks. Yeah. The insight represents knowledge of how to hide. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I suppose, yeah, in a theme acting nature, I guess that, that could work. So, yeah, because uh, like in, I said, in any context, attacking a T-Rex is suicidal. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, in, in hindsight, I mean, that is the whole premise of the unmatched thing, is that you put things that shouldn't fight together. Yes. You know, and have them fight, and, and it'll be close. So it is both a, both a negative and a positive, that one. But, yeah, the, I think, for me personally, the T-Rex shouldn't self-damage I would rather it just have lower health to start with. Because, yeah, the T-Rex is a very aggressive animal and it very rarely takes damage itself. But, I mean, if you were looking at it on what you're saying about yeah, it actually it represents actually, it's tiring it, itself, that is a very good point that I did not think about. Yeah, and I think that makes it doubly thematic. Because it would. It's there's almost the principle of that, you know, they say if you're trying to escape an alligator running zigzags because it will get tired faster. Yeah. Don't run in a straight line, you run in a zigzag. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's the same principle as this is why lunging and biting is it's expending energy. It's going to get tired. If it doesn't catch you within a certain amount of time, it will just lose interest. Yeah, I guess going on the theme, I, I would say the car chase scene. Yeah, it gives up pretty quickly. It does because it gets tired. Yeah, maybe you are right, James. Yeah, maybe I, you have seen something that I did not see. Indeed. Having played the other Jurassic Park set, I would say the Raptors are very much more. No, that is pure aggression attacking mm. and likewise Muldoon is fighting them because he is a range carry he's using his shotgun yeah yeah I do think that we need to I mean that's one of the sets I do want to get so hopefully we'll, we'll get that soon and we'll, we'll be able to talk about that in more detail as well but uh, yeah so playtime James back to the stats on the box says 20 minutes for a two player game would you agree with that I would agree with that yeah I think this is a pretty good quick easy game perfect for two players value James where do you think the value is do you think it's a value uh yeah i, I think it's good value mm -hmm. maybe the full rrp of uh 37 pounds might be pushing it a little bit but um at the prices we found which was 25 to 30 pounds i would say it's worth it yeah yeah i mean I, I would definitely agree the lower price that we see uh much much better than the the rrp obviously rrp is fairly high it's got an ip slapped on it that immediately adds money to it obviously but in on those grounds actually i, I would say and we've got the perfect example within the unmatched universe here with the ip games like there's two out of production ones at the moment which sell for silly money which is deadpool and Bruce Lee. Now, they had the Bruce Lee IP for a, a little while. They, the license expired. They chose not to re renew it, which means obviously it comes out of production. To buy that set now, and it has one character in it, yep. that is literally a character expansion, you are looking at 100 to 200 pounds to get those sets. This is an IP-based game. The license is going to run out. 
I know from what I've heard, the license is not going to be around for much longer. So maybe there is value in the sense of, okay, I've bought the game. Maybe I didn't enjoy it as much. The resale value once that license is over, yeah. will more than get you your money back. So there is value in it in that sense with collectors. As for value as a game to play, which is what we like to do, because I'm not a big fan of reselling stuff, I'm actually going to say the value is pretty minimal because, hear me out, I love the IP. I love this game as a whole. I love the miniatures. I love everything about it. I don't want to play this as a two-player. I don't want to play this set yeah. again. I want to play the T-Rex against someone else from the Unmatched series. I want to play Dr. Sattler against someone else. I will never play this set as a standalone again. Yeah. It was fun for the few times that we played it, or you know, multiple times that I've played it with different people, but I feel like I've I've... I've burnt out on this set as a single, you know, as a single entity, as a standalone game. Yeah, I I would agree with that, but this kind of doubles together with our replayability uh, section. Isn't that the whole premise of the entire Unmatched series is... Its replayability comes from combining it with the other sets. It is, but they are also marketed as standalone two-player games. Yeah. And I just don't... I feel like there's more replayability in, say, the Raptors versus Meldoom. I reckon there's more replayability to that, purely because this get this particular set is so... It, it doesn't force you into running away from the T-Rex, but natural instinct is to run away from the T-Rex, which just happens to be the best way to win the game. So it's, it is kind of telling you, yeah, run away from this. As I, I don't really play board games to run away the whole game. And yes, I am coming in, I'm sticking a couple of jabs in, I'm healing myself with my insight tokens, replacing them down, hitting, hitting you some more and all that. I'm doing all that and I'm loving it, but I, I'm just done with it. I'm done with this as a two-player game. I will happily keep this and play it with the other unmatched games. So value for me, and I'm going to segue into my collection status here. If you are going to buy this as an expansion for Unmatched, or you are buying it as your first stepping stone into the Unmatched game series, huge thumbs up for me. Yeah, definitely worth your money. The value is definitely there. If you are buying this as a standalone game, that this is the only one you're ever going to play, you're ever going to you're ever going to own, and you want Jurassic Park, even I'll even narrow it down to that, and you want Jurassic Park by the raptors yeah by the raptors and meldoon it's better i know we haven't covered it here yet but it, it's better yeah that, that's the long and short of it it is it's not the best two-player version yep. of unmatched it's, it's probably one of the weakest but there are some good elements to this in, in so many ways yeah i don't want to say that this is a bad game because it's not it's a very good game but it's a better expansion no i think i've just summed that up exactly how i wanted to yeah it's not a bad game but it's a better expansion so i have said it collection status for me it's staying as part of my collection because i like it that much but only because i have other copies of unmatched if I had this on its own with no interest in Unmatched, I think this would be on the sale pile fairly quickly. Do I recommend it? I think I've said yes if you're going to use it as an expansion. If you're going to own it as a standalone, no. No, I don't. What about you, James? I, I would probably agree with that. Yeah? As a standalone, I, you might get it like like you said earlier in the episode if it's your first dip into Unmatched to give it a try. Mm -hmm. um, but just know that on its own, its replayability is not really there yeah and that's that's the key thing for me when i really think about it is that ip 
is there to draw people in. People that like Jurassic Park, right, we, we want to go for them, we're going to draw them in. And that's exactly why I think that I had to not recommend it as a standalone. Yeah. If we're going to try and get people into Unmatched, because I think the Unmatched game system is amazing, it is. You need, we need to hook them. Well, out this of, doesn't out, have that hook. Out of interest, which one was first, this one or the Raptors? The Raptors. The Raptors. Raptors was 2020, this is 2022. Yeah, because I would argue that the Raptors, if the, even the Raptors does that better, it's a better game system. The characters are more balanced. Mm -hmm. I just got lucky when I absolutely smoked the Raptors. Yeah. Um, but they are much more balanced and it's got the IP to draw the Jurassic Park people in. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, obviously, with the, there's Marvel ones as well now. I don't own any of them yet. I'm umming and ahhing because, you know, Marvel, I've got ridiculous amount of Marvel. Do I really need more Marvel? Mm -hmm. Not really. But am I going to end up with it? Probably. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> but yeah, James, very quick final thoughts. Unmatched Jurassic Park, T-Rex versus Sattler, yay, nay. Yay is an expansion, I'm going to lean towards nay as a standalone. Firmly in the yay for expansion and firmly in the nay for a standalone. Unmatched as a whole, James. Oh, absolutely recommend it. Excellent, because I'm definitely there as well. This is going to be tough, James, because there's currently three sets Yep. sitting on the table. Yep. Uh, I mean, I'm just going to go out and say as well with the Jurassic Park ones, it's like if... I was just thinking about it then. If if, if Sattler and the T-Rex, if the T-Rex is the hardest character to play, I reckon Muldoon would absolutely annihilate the T-Rex. That'll be interesting. And I think we need to need to work that one out. Yeah. Yeah. My reasoning being his special ability with those traps. Yeah. And the fact that he's a ranged character. Yeah. Surround the T-Rex surround the with traps and then just stand back and shoot. Yeah. yeah. He is much more, I could actually take you out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I would uh, I would agree. And I like that because obviously he is a hunter. Yes. But uh, let's not talk about that because <coughs> we, we can get another episode out of that, James. Indeed. Aha. Uh -huh. um, so when are you buying it? Probably very soon, if I'm completely honest. Uh, I nearly bought it the other day, but uh, we'll, we'll We'll see. Oh, I enjoyed that episode. I've wanted to talk about this game for a little while. Yes. Um, I'm kind of glad that we don't have to play it again with just these characters. Yes. That's sad that I feel like that. But one thing I do want to do, James, is when I do get the Raptors one, we need to do Raptors versus T-Rex. The T-Rex. Because no. I think that yes. is going to be the game that I would really enjoy. Would it be cool if they'd done that as a box set? But then, let's be honest, you wouldn't buy the other one, would you? Like, <laughs> you just, I would just want the Raptors and the T-Rex. Oh, well, we'll split them up so that you have to buy two. Yeah. Well, they need to do a third one because um, Alan Grant's not in it. I'm actually surprised that they chose Dr. Sattler. But it's the I'm, scene. It's the scene in the yeah, film. Yeah. I'm not upset that Alan Grant's not in it. And the real question is, will they do an Alan Grant one? Because if the license is due to expire, because mm. that's the other thing, they've got the license for the IP, they still have to get permission to use the likeness. Maybe the actor that played Alan Grant didn't want to be in the game. Maybe that's the truth of it. Who knows? Anyway, that's us done, James. It is. We, we, we did it. We did another one. I'm getting used to this doing it all on our own now. It's brilliant. Yep. Really enjoy it. What are we going to do after this, James? Are we going to we gonna play a game? Are we going to go and go grab a drink? Are we going to just chat and probably talk about this game even more? Yeah, probably. Probably say some real gems mm. off air. 
And then we'll try, yeah, you know, we'll say, oh, we need it. We should have recorded that. We'll come back in and then we won't be able to remember it. Mm. So <laughs> I want to watch Jurassic Park now. Yeah, I was thinking that while we were recording it. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's to be the original as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's where this is based, isn't it? <laughs> but yes, we are going to disappear, guys. So till next week, I have been sexy Ian Malcolm Jason. And I have been James. <laughs> Till next week, guys. Do us for more tabletop gaming goodness. Ta-ta and goodbye.